Thanks for downloading the Bedhoppers podcast. If you're not 18, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this because this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature. It chronicles our journey into the swinging lifestyle. Thank you for hopping into our beds. Get in the gym or to your car. With our advice, you could go far. Fuck things up and we make mistakes. Talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed hopping time. <laughs> Welcome back to Bed Hoppers. This is episode 13. Unlucky for some, hopefully it's lucky for you, because it's going to be a cracking episode. We can't back that up. I'm Mr. H. This is... Mrs. H. <laughs> Already we're on a downward slide. Woohoo! <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> How are you, wife? You alright? Doing okay? I'm pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. What are we talking about today? <laughs> well, what am I drinking tonight? What are you drinking tonight? Mm. You're on gin and tonic tonight. I'm on a smoky gin. A smoky gin? Mm. And delightful. Yeah. Is this, is this where we're going now with things? Smoky gin. Smoky gin. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds like that guy you met that one time. <laughs> Slimy <laughs> bastard, smoky gin. No, it's a Friday evening and whilst we've had a few nice days off together this week, I've had a long day at work. Ah, one of those times, huh? Yeah. I don't stop my new job until Monday, so I've been off all week. Sat around Woo! in your pants, doing nothing. No, I haven't. I've, <laughs> I took you away for, not a weekend, but for a few days. It was glorious yeah. and, and told everyone on Twitter about it. Ah, but today, when I've been hard at work, you've been sat in your pants. No, I've, I've honestly, I've been really busy today. I've <laughs> um, tidied up. There were some dishes I did. Uh, I went out and I organised a, a new fence thing and I picked up my meds. And I got my beard trimmed and I walked the dog. It's been really good. It's been really positive. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. I, I feel like I'm on trial now in front of everybody. <laughs> I feel like I've earned my gin and tonic. Really? Okay. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. Well, what have we got on today's show? Today, we are telling you a little bit about what we've been up to over the last week or two and what we've got coming up very swiftly and shortly. Uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about our journey, an interesting one which sees us uh, once again out of our comfort zones. Uh, we've got uh, some just the tips and maybe a bonus topic uh, if we can chuck one in if we've got enough time, which Mrs. H knows nothing about. Oh, yes. Curiouser and curiouser. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, please follow us down the rabbit hole, uh, but for not too much because, you know, eventually you guys want to crack on and ha- live your normal lives. Okay. Okay. I'm looking forward to this surprise topic. Ooh, so am I. I haven't written it down yet. I better do it at some point. So, uh, what have we been up to in the last week? Uh, so, I'm about to start my new job. We went away for a few days, and we went to Brighton, which is uh, pretty much the, I would say, the gay capital or bi capital of the UK. I think it's very bohemian. It is very mm. bohemian. It's wonderful. It's a great place. It's uh, there's loads of little shops. It's right on the seafront. There's mm. a pier. It's got old arcade machines in it. Uh, clearly something that's going to keep me entertained. And, more importantly, I could have 42 cocktails an hour. Yes, 42 cocktails <laughs> an hour. Not that we're entirely powered by drinks at all, and we'll come <laughs> on to that later, I'm sure. Uh, so we went there and stayed in a lovely little boutique hotel, which was mm. fantastic. Um, we we hit, hit up the sites to see if there were any meats available. Alas. It was so dreary. It, no. was, it was like a ghost town. I'm sure a tumbleweed rolled past <laughs> so we made the most of it and we had lots of awesome sex together hooray 
which was lovely. Uh, so that's what we've been up to this week. Uh, last week, actually, in fact, I think we mentioned this on Twitter, but our dog broke into our bedroom. Oh, our little trash panda chihuahua, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the little, little hound, who, who's a tiny little thing, broke into our bedroom and decided to eat for Johnny's uh, I have condoms. to bear in mind, this is a Sunday night when Sunday night. we just wanted to go to bed so we could get up at the crack of dawn. Well, we'd been out for a few hours yeah. and came back and the dog had broken into the room and had clearly eaten um, all those delightfully used Johnny's. Well, it was just devastation. She may have done that two more times. I'm going to do this all the time. However, it was quite apparent that they were not on the floor mm. and they were not in the bin. And she hadn't hidden them in her basket or anything, so... Um, so, one emergency trip to the vets later, Ugh. and uh, we she had to have an injection. Well, she was either going to have to be operated on the next day, because she's so small it could damage her, uh, or, or they could give her an injection. So, the... The vet said, well, well, we'll give her the injection and see what she's eaten and hopefully she'll throw it all back up, which was a marvellous experience. And Mrs. H promptly left the vet's room. Uh, the vet put down loads of paper in the middle of the room and uh, left and left me and the dog there to um, go through. Um, <laughs> Spend a chundrous 45 minutes yes, waiting for some used Johnny's uh, to you know, the, the various layers of hell that are, uh, are possible. And the dog proceeded after about three or four minutes to yak up um, all the said Johnny's. Um, not on the paper that had been put down, for, you know, as she yacked everywhere, but on the paper. But but the worst bit was that the vet then had to sift through, um, wearing gloves, um, the Johnnies to make sure that the dog had yacked up all the right bits. What was even funnier was I was sitting in the waiting room at about half twelve, one o'clock in the morning, waiting for the uh, a trundrous little trash panda to finish her, her midnight feast. And the vet came along and announced to... The, the couple of people that were sat in the waiting room. Oh, she she bought up four. I'm like, brilliant. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> it was a busy day that day. What can I say? I didn't know if she wanted to high five this <laughs> Busy day for the dog oh, and dear. us, which was really charming. Um, so that happened, and that cost us, because it was an emergency vet, a glorious several hundred pounds. Oh, yeah. Marvellous. She's totally worth it. But um, yeah, so lock your rooms and prevent your... Uh, tiny dogs uh, from eating your Johnny's. And, and how much did that work out? Was it £87.50 a shag? It was about £87.50 yeah. a shag. Brilliant. I think it was utterly <laughs> worth it. So uh, for those of you that uh, follow us on Twitter, you, you'll have heard a little bit about this tale of woe. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed that. Uh, what else have we been doing? Well, fuck all, really, because uh, <laughs> it's so bloody quiet out there for us in the yeah. UK. I mean, Fab is like a desolate town of desolateness. Um but yeah, it's very, very, very quiet. It is. We've had a couple of bites recently. A couple of people get in touch with mm. us. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk a bit more about the style of people talking to us uh, later on in this episode. Um, however, tomorrow we're going to go to a club. And mm. quite scary for us. We're not actually going with any friends. No chums are taking us there. We're not meeting anybody we know. And we're staying at the club. So we're going to the Nilla Alternative. Mm-hmm. We say tomorrow, but it will be, you know, whatever time mm. this gets put out. So it'll actually be yesterday, probably. And this by the time is, what, near London? Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of, uh, we're right on the south coast, but this is much more sort of London way for us. Mm. For those of you that don't really know the um, UK. Um, but we're hoping, good, aren't we, I think, that the, the, the bigger sort of 
capital that we're going to might yield some better quality? Well, I think part of this is operation or operation <laughs> desire in uh, steps for, for being ready for what what's going to what's going to happen later on in the year. I think we're just being a little bit brave and yeah. we're putting ourselves out there and we're just going to rock up. We've got a room and see what the fuck happens. We're going to have to talk to people. I know, right? <laughs> Believe it or not, we can do this fine in front of a microphone. <laughs> but in front of other people, we just get really shy. Oh, we're okay. We're delicate little flowers. Yeah, we are. Well, I am. You're not. <laughs> you'll just be whoring yourself all, self out all How over the place. How dare you? Sitting on laps and noshing people off left <laughs> oh and right. God. Skiing everywhere. This, this club sounds amazing. Oh, you thought it would do for you. <laughs> Whereas I'll be sat in the corner just being really, really quiet, not taking part or talking to anybody. <laughs> I'm sure we're fine. It's okay. Absolutely fine. I'm sure the guys who are listening will be deafened by the sound of my tiniest violin that is playing <laughs> in the background. Uh, so anyway, so we're checking that out tomorrow. Uh, uh, what else has been going on? Oh, we had a great idea for a show. So uh, for those of you uh, that have listened in a few times, um, you'll know that I'm a, a real nerd for um, pretty much everything, but but robots in particular. And one of the things we watched uh, today was, um, it's called 10 Bots and 10 Shots, where a, a, a robot reviewer has 10 shots and reviews 10 different robots. And we Who thought, is knew that... they could be so funny? Well, I know, right? It sounded like a great idea for a podcast. So listeners, if you want us to do this, let us know. We're not going to be reviewing robots, even though that would be totally awesome and I'd be totally up for that. <laughs> oh, um, no. But I reckon we could do 10 tips, 10 shots. Each each time we take a shot, we have to come up with another different tip. This could go amazingly well or horribly wrong. It could be the best episode ever. <laughs> or a complete and utter car crash uh, where you get to hear me vomit all over the place, which is my normal, normal tactic, apparently. <laughs> Fortunately, I've not vomited since the horrific vomiting incident of 2018. Oh, since uh, Chandamuff. Yes, no. since Chandamuff. Chandamuff. Thanks for everything. Chundercat, ho. You need a theme tune for this, darling. <laughs> Since you're so good at your theme tunes. Uh, well, uh, you could have one just for Chandamuff. Uh, well, I would do one for... for Warning, uh, Chandamuff approaches. <laughs> <laughs> Chandamuff alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something like that? Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll Hopefully I won't have to uh, unleash Chandamuff alert tomorrow. Well, I, I hope not. I, I, I'm being being very good i've been so well behaved it's true uh, so anyway that's what we've been up to uh and next thing on our list of things that we want to talk about is our journey and our journey last time we talked uh, about the emotional responses to our first full swap didn't we that's right that was pretty hot pretty good mm-hmm. um we managed to get through that okay following that uh we actually got invited to uh take part in a an event that the people that had organised the uh, steampunk party mm. uh, were, were, were hosting up in Scotland. So the other end of the country, or a different country altogether. <laughs> um, and the, the reason they were hosting it up there, or, or hosting a, a sort of a mini party, was because uh, lots of the people that were, were going to this were going to go to something called Torture Garden. Like a um, kind of fetish dance club? Fetish dance club. Yeah. How would you describe it? Is it like a disco? <laughs> like a naughty disco. Is it like a disco where everyone sits in the corner and dances? <laughs> it's not a bloody disco, is it? No, I said a fetish dance, dance a event. A fetish dance event. 
It wasn't. I didn't recall. Well, we did a bit of dancing, I suppose. Well, a little. So basically, it's a uh, regularly hosted throughout the year in different locations around the country. In fact, other countries, I believe, um, fetish wear event. All right, an extreme clothing event then. Extreme, not like Pepsi Max extreme, <laughs> you know, because that's pr- or Mountain Dew extreme or whatever the one was. <laughs> This is where people wear uh, bondage, fetish. I mean, basically, you mm. can't actually get into the place unless you're dressed up like a... No, we saw a couple of people get turned away, didn't we? Because they weren't extreme enough. We haven't got to the bit where we talked about how we get there. Oh, okay, fine. Let's, let's explain the, the context of why we're going there. So, uh, the guys that run the swing parties invited us uh, to, uh, to go along to this with them as a group. So, about 12, 15 people, yeah, I think. Um, and they had rented out a, a lovely... Uh, ginormous flat in in edinburgh and uh with a bunch of other couples uh so it was a bunch of swingers and the idea was that we'd have this uh place to go to they'd do a bit of demo work um sort of do Mm -hmm. some um sort of consent type exercises and that sort of stuff and then on the saturday night i think it was saturday Mm -hmm. night uh we'd get to go and we could all dress up as a gang um you know in in fetish wear and turn up at this thing and, and just generally have a good time now I'll be honest, <laughs> fetish wear and latex and <laughs> PVC and leather wear is and not... No, a, not in our either arenas, really, are they? It's not really in my general state of play, is no. it? It's, no, not in all mine. Well, and two things happened when we discovered that we were going to go this, because I think we, we really liked the people. The people were really nice. Yeah. And we, we thought these guys could be... Um, could be Really good friends, really good resources, and and basically because could become our sort of swinging yodas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> when worn so much leather wear, you have because good you not. <laughs> so we we figured that this would be a great opportunity to expand our network, to meet people from around the country, and get to know this crowd a bit more. So we said, yeah, we'll go along, and of course we had to fly up there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Um, <clears throat> and. We we when when we found that uh, found out that this was going to happen, we a shit ourselves because that's what we always do. Uh, firstly, because we had to wear some sort of um, fetish wear, which for us is totally outside of our comfort zone. Once again, we found ourselves frantically trawling the internet and shops and God knows what, yeah, we? trying I, to find an outfit. I had to keep clearing my browsing and... history at work. <laughs> it's always quite difficult when that happens. So there was that. That was happening. Uh, and then we thought, fuck, we are not in the best of shape. We need to, we've got like a month or two to really... You think we'd learn from this, Well, you? we probably should, but we haven't. I think I probably sat there having a sit-down shower cry, eating chocolate as I was having this meltdown. Really? I just took a massive I'm poop so hoping that would, that would clear everything. Oh, get me some chocolate. <laughs> I'm going to cry. And some wine. <laughs> and then look on the internet at exercises <laughs> yes so we 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 did eventually after we went to, we went to london and yeah we, out we really pushed the boat we, out we we took a train went out for a day because yeah. you know it's us um had a few drinks and then end up ended up in some weird fetish shops mm. and then pretty much got bits of outfit then managed to get some on the internet uh great supplier of i found a things. tail you found a tail you remember i really like that tail i know you didn't buy it though no i didn't <laughs> I couldn't think of a valid reason why I would ever need a tail. Yes, but, and a know. tail that was that expensive either. I know, but it, it would was... literally be like you were shitting money. <laughs> but it was a beautiful tail. It was like a foxy, bushy, long kind of tail thing. To be fair, I have subsequently bought you a tail. In fact, I've got you two. Okay, 
But anyway, I, long story short, I did not need a tale for this event. So Okay, we're just yeah. telling tales about the event. Mm-hmm. So we eventually found an outfit. Um, and <laughs> then I had some, some fake tattoos made up. That was quite fun. <laughs> like a ton of them. Um, that turned out to be an interesting exercise. Um, See, so we were sort of um, dubbed... The, it was very much a sort of um, Alice in Wonderland theme that our group was going with. So we received the uh, title of King and Queen of Spades. Yes. So uh, we were sort of vaguely theming ourselves around that, but not very much particularly. I think it was just more of a black <laughs> and red theme more than anything else. And then some tattoos of... Giant-sized tattoos of the King and Queen of Spades. So <laughs> we did all that, and that was quite funny. Anyway, so we jumped on a plane, quite literally. Ah, uh, but the fun thing was, do you remember, I finally got my wish of putting some makeup on you. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, because, you know, I don't know about the other ladies out there, but I really, really do like a man in makeup. Well, it's because you love David Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean like clown makeup or anything. Hello, I mean, space boy, <laughs> do you like girls or boys? But, you know, a bit of Captain Jack Sparrow type eyeliner or um, if I go back to the sort of, you know, 80s neuromantic kind of era where men had a bit of guy liner and weren't afraid to, you know look a little bit hot like that she's always wanted to do this right because men for some reason have unfeasibly amazing eyelashes well you do i know every time i blink you can i've got to be really careful (laughs) this is why i wear glasses it's to protect the microphone because when i blink it's like your swooping (laughs) eyelashes well it's it strikes me as very unfair that you have these beautiful long eyelashes and obviously you didn't wear any makeup obviously i don't need to what a criminal waste of gorgeous eyelashes so you know i don't like to boast i saw an opportunity to capitalize on this and i got my makeup palette out and decided that this was the one and only opportunity i was going to get to finally put some makeup on you (laughs) thanks mrs h so you had a good two days of testing makeup on me um which was um yeah i I don't like anything going near my eyes (laughs) Well, the funny thing was, it didn't really come off very easily either. No, it didn't. We'll, we'll come so you, to you had like a hint of uh, eyeliner about you for a couple of days, didn't For you? a couple of weeks. <laughs> sort of by the time we've done the tests and by the time we, we got out there. Anyway, so yes, you got to put makeup on me. You look like Billy Zane. Billy Zane. <laughs> he always looks like he's got eyeliner on. Uh, okay, yeah. fine. Observation. Okay, thank you. Nice. Anyway. So we jumped on a plane, mm-hmm. which was conveniently uh, near to our house. Um and rocked up and then we got there and we were phoning them trying to find out where the fuck we were supposed to go for like a good five minutes and i'm getting more and more pissed off (laughs) because no one's really giving me a straight answer they're not telling us where we need to go i'm getting more and more irritated and then we walk out the out gate and there's 10 people Mm. all stood there with a welcome mr and mrs h sign with their backs to With, us. All, all facing the wrong way. They they thought the outfit was the the, the other way. But the, the 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 fact that they all turned up and they um they stood there with a sign. Um I, I don't think I've felt so loved by a group of people before. It was, very sweet. It was beautiful, it was mm. wonderful. They and they'd all gotten up early so they could meet us there and then they could escort us to the to the yeah. not the hotel, the, the flat so you felt very welcomed by our little lifestyle community it was it was beautiful it yeah. was really nice. really nice everyone gave us a hug um 
you know, they, they got a sign there, although because they were facing the wrong way around, they turned it around and it, it didn't make any sense. But that didn't matter. It was just <laughs> this marvellous moment where we totally didn't expect it. They, they went out of their way to make us feel absolutely welcome. And I think we, you know, we really loved the whole thing, to be fair. It was marvellous. Mm. So that was that. I'm surprised and- you haven't poked fun at me for my uh, assumption that because we were in Scotland, it wasn't safe to drink the water. Well... <laughs> Mrs. H asked two questions. I did. <laughs> One, was it safe to drink the water? <laughs> because I got on Scotland? a plane, I assumed for some reason that I couldn't drink the water in Scotland. Even though the bottled water she had in her <laughs> own hand was called Highland Springs. <laughs> uh, so there's that. And then you asked if oh, the sat nav should be in Scottish. I did. So mm-hmm. it was an education, definitely, for mm-hmm. some of us getting there. So... Um, so that night it was it was really fun. It, we we just everyone had a few drinks, mm-hmm. um, bit of a party atmosphere. Um, yeah, it's good. Sort fun. of bit of a communal kind of vibe going on, mm-hmm. but no swinging. No, right? No swinging, right? Very strange. Now our first full swap couple were there, weren't they? Yeah. Still no swinging. Nope. No. Everyone was chilled out. I think there were a couple of arguments that went on between mm-hmm. people, yep. which prevented some swinging. Not us. <laughs> Fortunately, no. we, we, were, we were very well behaved. In fact, I was knocking out cocktails like a mother trucker. I was on form. I was like Tom Cruise meets uh, The Flash, uh, meets Flash Gordon. Meets, That's uh, quite, quite a film. Meets Freddie Mercury, there. meets um, Patrick Swayze, meets uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, <laughs> uh, this people. sounds like the best dinner party ever. I know. That's what I was like. That's I would like, really go to a dinner party. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, so we, uh, yeah, I was knocking out cocktails like nobody's business. That was brilliant. Everyone's had a fun. Ha- everyone had a fun time, except there wasn't any swinging. So no. we sort of psyched ourselves up for this because we were like, oh my god, there's going to be all these swingers in this area. Mm. It's going to be like a twelve-person orgy or something. I don't know. In fact, I think we probably had like a three-hour conversation on the way over about, oh my god, we're so nervous. You know, here's all these swingers, and how are we going to cope? And they were all so much more grown up than us. <laughs> yeah. They are so much more experienced, and we thought, my God, this is they're yeah. going to show us their life. But there was no swinging. I know. But it's a really good thing that harks back to our other episode about managing your expectations mm. and, um, you know, preparing for the worst slash best, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know it's very true. a good set of things in the, in the balance. So um, that happened, uh, or didn't, and the next day <laughs> uh, we wandered around Edinburgh, which was lovely as a group, in fact. Uh, we really solidified some of these great friendships that we've kept to this day, and that's fantastic. Um, lots of lovely, glorious um, selfies going on there during that day. It's all very funny, very nice atmosphere. And I think, if I'm honest, many of those people were quite uncomfortable with the idea of this sort of fetish get-up. It became very apparent, actually, that lots of us were um, well, probably quite similar age groups, maybe, and most of us had not been to Torch Garden before. No. And it wasn't really something that a lot of us would actively seek out either as a pastime. No, it's not. It was only one or two people that were really yeah, keen on the Yeah, just a concept. couple who were sort of really looking forward to it. But we, you know, we, we weren't in a minority, really. The majority of us we were a bit worried and a bit, mm. oh, my God, we're, um, are we maybe a bit old? Are we squeezing ourselves into these latex things? But, yes. but that made us feel better, didn't it? Because we weren't alone in our kind of fears. And... Well, that's the thing. So there was a good couple of hours of everybody getting ready. Yeah. Slowly but surely, everyone entered the, the sort of front room, the viewing area. <laughs> right? I, I've taken 
photographs for a living before and and, and mm. I took some amazing shots I mean it was really fun seeing all these people fully dressed up or I have to say despite all our reservations it was a really good effort and everyone looked amazing everyone looked the part without a even though we doubt. couldn't move <laughs> yeah, yeah trust up in latex and high heels and I nearly passed out through holding my breath in <laughs> trying to uh, I mean I I wore some sort of weird gladiatorial oh, thing like with like leather affair. trousers and boots with spray painted eyes and you had some sort of latex number on and yeah that i would not have bent over in <laughs> oh you we we would have bent you over in. it was very hot so um yeah friends of the show uh message us and we'll send you the pictures i uh, can't guarantee that we'll do that but uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes um anyway we went to the we went to this this thing in the the, the heart of edinburgh yeah and um we saw people turned away for just wearing not regular clothes, but for not extreme enough yeah, paraphernalia. Yeah, I mean, none of these outfits were particularly conventional. And, you know, they, they certainly got a few glances walking down the street, but clearly they weren't unorthodox enough to be mm. let in. So we passed the test, thank God. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> it turns out just wearing a couple of straps of leather and some leather trousers. <laughs> Fine. In fact, I think one bloke just, um, when he was turned away, he just whipped off whatever he was wearing and... Walked Maybe. in in his Walked pants, in his pants yeah. and was allowed it in. And they're like, that's fine. Pants, <laughs> yep, in you come. Pants are cool. Well, that's fine. he didn't come in his pants. Ew. <laughs> well, again, weirdly, and we'll, we'll go on to this, but the I think I was expecting some kind of um, raunchy, fetish kind of... Deviant. Yeah, deviant. What? I, I think I was expecting to walk in and literally see something like Dante's Seven Circle of Hell. And I did not see that. Oh, no, I witnessed that when the dog was puking. <laughs> I was expecting to see all sorts of deviants. But actually what we saw was just a, an array of fascinating unorthodox outfits, really. If you love people watching, yeah, this great. was absolutely the, mm-hmm. the place. I mean, as a group, we looked great. I think everyone put in loads of effort and it worked really well. We did. But seeing some of the costumes that people wore, we, we saw a few. They do like little miniature shows and it's sort of like a There's almost like a burlesque events. plus yeah. kind of thing. So maybe a bit some of fire eating, maybe some dancing going on, like a, a various stages around the place. Well, we found the, the, the just... retro disco. No, that was the best. <laughs> Although I have to say latex is not uh, a good bedfellow for 80s dancing. Imagine two balloons rubbing together, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the chafing. <laughs> oh, the chafing. My God, we sweat buckets. <laughs> it was the sweatiest dance. But, well, actually, it was fun. It was fun. We found lots of little nooks and crannies, loads of little bits where you could dance. Mm-hmm. Now, there wasn't any sex going on. It's really important no, to point that out. No, not at all. There, um, there was I was quite, surprised. I, me too. Yeah. But there was quite a lot of... Uh, interesting things to see, lots of sort of naughtiness and sort of sexual things, it, but not it actual was sex. So, it was so it was so implied. There, there was there were people walking around looking like they were about to just do the most deviant sex acts ever because that's my normal look because their outfits. I look that way when I'm playing Xbox, <laughs> but their outfits implied and screamed basically all levels of kind of unconventional sex acts, didn't they? Mm. But no one actually did anything. They just walked around having their photos taken all night. No. And just high-fiving themselves on how amazing they looked. There was a lot of peacocking. What's peacocking? Like parading around. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was some amazing new sex word I hadn't heard of. No, no, it's where you put a pea in your... (laughs) 
No, <laughs> darling, like, tonight we're going to do some peacocking. Yes, it's better than pineappling, <laughs> I can assure you. Oh my god. <laughs> I should look forward to his peacocking later. Oh, delightful! <laughs> so uh, after that, we 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 didn't stay there all night. Actually, we it was after oh, a while. No, one by one, we looked at each other and went, "Should we just head back and have some drinks? Have some drinks and maybe some." Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. we get back and circumstances changed. Oh uh, yeah. Because it was it was it the night of the London. It was the London attacks, bombing, bombing yeah. things. Yeah. Um, which put a general dampener on mood. And we just sat around it watching. It all hit the news as yeah. we got back and everyone was just a bit shell-shocked that, you know, um, more terrorist acts were unfolding around the capital cities. And Well, there was that. And, and everyone was then a bit tired. <laughs> yeah, so I think by the time we'd, we'd come to terms with what was going on with the news, yeah. everyone sort of sat around drinking a glass of bourbon or something like that. And, and it took us 15 hours to take our makeup off and our yeah, latex off. Oh, I tell you what I absolutely forgot to mention is when we left the club, we could not fucking get a taxi oh, for no love nor money. No. So we had to walk around half of Edinburgh with oh. no frigging clothes on. And the highest, the highest heels ever. Now, if you imagine, cobbly streets. Well, cobbly streets, but also Ooh. kicking out time in Edinburgh. So yeah. there's thousands and thousands of people. All <laughs> we were like queuing a freak up for, show. <laughs> yeah, it was like the, the circus that come to town and not in that sort of glorious Barnum way. This was, ju- this was yeah, just us sexy freaks wandering around with, with minimum clothing on. So yeah, it was quite a fascinating one with lots of people pointing. Lots of people trying to touch as well, which was kind mm. of upsetting. Anyways... Uh, we eventually got back to our flat and um, then then found out the news and then um, again they're swinging <laughs> and, and then yeah it was a bit sad really so we, we went strange. to bed yeah yeah so um, that that was but the weekend overall was really nice and I think one of the things it did really teach us was that um, actually in this lifestyle one of the greatest things is that you you make fantastic amazing friends mm-hmm. and they'll go out of the way to help you and when it works well and and people are all on your side it's fantastic and it. Honestly, I you know even just from that airport bit where mm-hmm. they met us there, I don't think I've ever felt more welcomed into anything in my entire life, and that really sold me on the fact that, that actually this is a good group of people, but also that the lifestyle can be really good in that way. So for me, that was my my main takeaway. That and I I I don't like makeup on my eyes. Oh, the final piece is of course we got home, <laughs> and uh, stepdaughter sort of turns around and looks at me for about five minutes and it's like, are you wearing makeup? <laughs> uh, yeah. Even we, though we managed to try and take it off. Yeah, it, no. like several hours and whatever, trying to remove that thing. Oh. So um, it was a bit of an explaining to do. No, no, it's not makeup. Uh, maybe it is a little bit because we went to a thing. It's fine. Don't worry. It'll all be good. Uh, what's that? It's it, See that? It's a good year blend. Run! Run! I thought you looked hot. Well, yeah, uh, I can't back that up. Uh, I may have been thinking of uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. But... All right, love. so uh that was our our journey update uh anything you want to add to that wife no i think it was interesting again it was you know once again we psyched ourselves up for you know meeting all these prolific lifestylers who had been in the game a lot longer than us Mm -hmm. you know and you know we were like oh my god we're just quite new to this community you know they've all been doing it a lot longer than us and I, i think again we given ourselves that kind of right we're gonna meet them all and we're gonna get involved and we're gonna be yeah we're gonna be awesome and then again nothing happened so and it goes back to what we said last time which is just because you you are 
a swinger it doesn't mean you have to swing when you meet well, these the people thing. it could just be hanging out and having good times with pants on pants off friends but i'd rather rather it that way than oh, the yeah, reverse because totally. i'd rather work through my head all the different things that could happen and be prepared for that than something that i didn't expect yeah. happen and then have a massive wobble or sulk Absolutely. about it. So, so I think, yeah, it's kind of difficult. You do have to manage your own expectations. I totally agree. Okay, now, it's just the tip. Doesn't matter if you're old or young. Listen up for some sexy fun. We've got advice, so let it rip. Don't go balls deep, because it's just the tip. <laughs> well, just the tip. Mrs. H, you've got a tip for us today. Well, I do, but it's not its not actually a tip. It's more of a shared frustration. Do you wish to register a complaint? I do. Is it a parrot <laughs> that you bought not half an hour ago from this very boutique? <laughs> well, this this frustration, I think, will be felt by many. And Ooh. I know. Is it my peen? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you are incorrigible. Yes, I am. You are. Incorrigible. Incorrigible. Okay. <laughs> Incorrigible? Anyway. Um, and I could easily divert off into one of my usual rants about literature and language and spelling. I'm not going to. I'm tempted. I'm not really? going to. Really? Yeah. Really? Which works would you refer people to should they need to enhance their <laughs> vocabulary? <laughs> Just a general dictionary would be stuff. Just a general dictionary. <laughs> yeah. A thesaurus. However, my frustration is thus. So recently we appear to have had a spate of <clears throat> illiterate messages from people. Uh, not, not even sort of um, anything more than two lines. Just, just little kind of, oh, hey, how's you? Oh, what's occurring? <laughs> have you been watching Gavin and Stacey? <laughs> uh, just, just stupid messages. Hi, how's you both? That's me. Like, I've been texting you, you dick. <laughs> just, te- and it's text speak as well. In fact, it's text That's speak that even great. I wouldn't use. GR8. Oh, I hate it. I cannot stand it. Just, just random, stupid messages that I don't even want to, um, I don't even want to give it a time of day to read. Okay. It just winds me up so in chronic. And what annoys me is people must have looked at our profile mm-hmm. on Fab, mm-hmm. must have looked at our nice, long, wordy profile saying, please don't send us stupid messages saying, hey, how are you? And they've just gone ahead and ignored it. Do you not think they just saw the pictures and went, hey. I hate it. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I can't even understand what they're trying to you do. You guys fuck, just F-U-K? <laughs> well, but not even that. They're just messages like, how are you? Well, where do we go with that? Pretty good, sure as you're born. <laughs> so my frustration is that. Is that. So yeah. your just the tip would be to not do that. Yeah. And and read a profile, perhaps. Oh, and God, yeah. say, I read your profile. It says that you like the works of Steven Spielberg. I thought Jaws <laughs> was the best film ever. However, I feel that AI is probably his most underrated film how do you feel about that also do you like this picture of my peen which i've attached oh don't get me started on dick pics really okay so um, instead of the dick pic bit then so how do you feel about this picture of me with my wife looking hot on a beach (laughs) 
I just wish um, they would string together more than one stupid sentence. One stupid sentence? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just feel like instantly deleting it. Do you? Yeah. So you don't bait them. I'll I'll reply with you, a, Yeah, I know. You a... you did a whole bait last weekend with some people. Mm-hmm. Where you engaged in some witty wordplay, which was completely lost on these illiterate buffoons, as usual. But I felt like a big man, and that's what counts. <laughs> <sighs> I know. So there's my tip. There's your tip. My frustration. There's your frustration and your tip. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, Don't waste time sending stupid messages because really? it just starts to irritate me. What about when people talk to you direct? When people talk to me direct? Yeah, when what, they're actually like talking, you're to talking to you. you're talking to me yeah. now? Like, like I'm talking to you now. <laughs> no, this is a pre-recorded message. Wait, are you going to talk to me in text speak? <laughs> hey, you've reached Hopper Chat. If you'd like to talk to Mr. H, press 1. If you'd like to talk to Mrs. H, press 2. If you'd like to hear the dog puking up four Johnnies in the vets, press 5. Okay, no, yeah. so my, yeah. my, yeah, I would prefer to speak to people face to face. I find it much easier to build some chemistry. What about if they're like, le, what's up, blah? <laughs> I wouldn't like that. That's like bear pang, isn't it? Oh my god, no, I'd hate that. What, for real? Yeah, I feel like you're going to try and sell me some awful Bluetooth <laughs> phone headset now. Don't make me do the Bluetooth with, guy. With GPRS. <laughs> <laughs> is it got like bluetooth gprs sms mms it's got all the like features it's got like 20 gigabytes of memory this thing is for real it's not like off the hook sorry guys apologies <laughs> this this takes back to a time when we went into a phone shop and some poor guy was trying to sell us the best mobile phone bluetooth he sms he could have sold sand to the arabs that guy that, no, but he, he didn't sell you a phone that day he did not say <laughs> you can stick an extra memory card in it it is amazing it's got all the <laughs> shiz that you want he didn't swear because he was like oh, a proper professional yeah. yeah you can plug like a USB-C stick into it and it's no problem <laughs> anyway so uh, okay so maybe not that approach but maybe just regular ordinary standard conversation okay I mean I, I do love nice words and good conversation and I like someone to string a sentence together. Mm-hmm. I I respond really well to people having a good conversation with me, both uh, written word and spoken word. I, I, I love it. Hey, written word and spoken yeah. word. You make it sound like people turn up with cue cards. <laughs> Hello there, Mrs. H. <laughs> I've written some topics down. It's gone a bit Monty Python again, isn't it? <laughs> what What is philosophy <laughs> but what i cannot abide as i said mm-hmm. is these these um pointless uh these pointless um diatribes of just two lines that don't tell me anything they don't tell me anything about the person they don't they don't seek to find anything out about me mm-hmm. all, all they do really is serve to irritate me and i i wonder what is the point of, of them spending what is the point of them yeah, what is the point what of What is the point of you? I might just reply next time. What is the point of you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you, are you hoping here? to achieve? Are you hoping me... I'll send you some, some picture or say, oh my God, you've literally turned me on so much. Let's just go and meet in fact now. Yeah, I cannot get off the sofa now. Yeah. I am so ragingly oh my hard. God, yeah. Or slash wet mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. it might be that you get. Exactly. The one that I don't get. Yeah. That one. That's what you are mes- right now. Because those messages are definitely going to elicit that response from me. Yes. Okay. They Fair must enough. irritate you as well. They, they irritate me, but... People, you find them quite funny. But I have a lot more interest in, in winding them up. 
I need. I, I, it's, it's, I've taken it to a new art form, I think. It's not that I'm mean about it. It's just it's, if you ask stupid questions, then... You'll get stupid answers. answers. I know. And it's that, you know, if they've actually bothered to read who we are and, and try to interact with us. What's even worse, if it's on the Bedhoppers account, that's even... Like, come on, guys. I know. Just sort your shizzle out for mm-hmm. Rizzle. Anyway, right, that was your Just the Tip. My Just the Tip is just based on uh, an interaction, actually, that we've been having with a listener. And one of the things they were um, worried about was, um, will they fit into the lifestyle? Are they the right size, the right shape, the right look? And I think what we've discovered as we've gone through the lifestyle, um, not that we've gone through all of it, we're slightly working (laughs) our way through the lifestyle. Um, Please take a ticket to, we'll get to you as soon as we can, (laughs) like a deli counter. Well, we've gone some way through the lifestyle. Yes. We've like experienced a quite small a few percentage things. of it, perhaps. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's what, 30,000 people on, on <laughs> And we've we've seen about eight or nine of them. So we, we're doing pretty well. And I was going to say, if you're 20,000, according to me, are illiterate. So yes. We're not going to meet them either. <laughs> there's about 100 left. It's fine. We'll get to them at some point. But I'm the, so picky. God. Gosh. Why are you talking about <laughs> Lumpy Space Princess? <laughs> Heck, Stop checking on my beans. <laughs> So um, I th- the thing is, is that they, we, we've, we've been chatting to them a bit, or certainly I have, and they were a bit worried about the, their size, their shape, and and wondering if they'd have a place in the lifestyle. And I think the answer to that is absolutely people do. And I think um, one of the things that the lifestyle has probably taught us is to be a little bit brave. And whilst mm. we do cack our load a lot, and you we do, do get nervous, well, I do. Well, <laughs> you know, even going back to the example of today's journey story, which is about, our, you know, a, torture garden experience we were shitting ourselves and we were nervous but we kind of threw ourselves in and it turned out okay so everything about this lifestyle puts you in a spotlight it does it it can't fail to make you assess your own body image and how you look and your own your own worst critic you really are and you are but you know even me who's had so many issues and you've had issues we've both found lots of people that, Mm. that have liked us and um, wanted to get to know us better and even if there's no sexy times involved they've still been very keen to talk to us as a couple and hear our stories and I, I but think... surely what we found as we've gone along is that confidence is supremely sexy it's a preference the habitual I mean voyeur. granted it's <laughs> it's never going to cover a multitude of sins so you know if you're I don't know morbidly obese and you're not eye candy I guess then but, you know, there's only so much confidence that will get you where you want to be. Equally, though, it goes a long way. You it know, does. and if you're confident enough to strut your stuff with what you have, and you know that that's really quite sexy and alluring to somebody that you've got the confidence to say, "Hey, I want you. Look at me. I find you attractive," and that that's actually really, really sexy. Hmm. But I think. Part of that is if you've never done this before and you've never gone to that club, you've never gone to the meet. It's hard to find that level of confidence. It is. It is. So I think my advice to those people who haven't done that and some of the people that we've been talking to is to just try and be a bit brave and just try and chuck yourself out there a little bit. Now, you know, you may find that going to a club is a massive step. But what, what you could do is go to a social meet. Mm-hmm. And, and see the kind and, of and people, people that go to those kinds and of things. And I think once you realise that generally people are are real and they're just human beings and you know they they go through their own stuff too it becomes much much easier now of course what we've also found is that you know is that there's a lot of drongos out there who we don't, don't want to talk to but on the whole eh, pun intended 
most people have been real people and, and they've, you know, they've actually been all right to talk to and that we've had some good experiences. Even if it's just going out there to a meet and just chatting to them and having a drink with them and just finding out what they've been up to. And, and that really helps you and builds your confidence with the lifestyle. Mm. So and I guess my... we'll put our confidence to the test tomorrow. Yeah, I guess we will. Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> Another seven or eight gin and tonics and I'll be fine. No problem. It won't be so good when I drive up the motorway to get there. But, you know, that that's going to be the, the thing. So that was just the tip. Uh, so uh, stop wasting message time. Get your messages right and mm. also be brave. Now we've got a bonus topic which Mrs. H has no idea about. Mm-hmm. I'm chucking myself out here a little bit, guys. This topic is us meeting single guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just raises an eyebrow. <laughs> Keep talking. Keep talking. What do you want to do about it? Oh, me? Yes, you. <laughs> uh, well, this this is indeed a hot topic, uh, gentle listeners, because as you'll know if you've listened to our journey thus far, we started our journey with a unicorn, mm-hmm. um, a delightful single lady, and yep. your good self, and of course, myself. Yeah. So... Two women and one guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I'm thinking uh-huh. is the next step should be three women <laughs> and one guy. Aha, uh-huh. I see. Not the train of thought you were going for. Don't get me wrong, that sounds awesome. I, I, I'm quite happy with yeah, that. Yeah. I can live with that. But, you know, if we, uh, if we flip it round and you, we, we pose your own level of fairness back to you, which we have done on a number of occasions. This is like using my biggest strength as... Always by your own petards, I know. aren't you? Leave my petards out of this. I haven't <laughs> shaved them yet. So, you know, one of the things that you are very passionate about is, is fairness. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And three women. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, three women is, is pretty passionate, I would imagine. I, I'm hoping... Especially to- after... What, how many gin and tonics are you planning tomorrow? Uh, just a few. But yeah, okay, I'll have okay. a minor amount of gin and tonics. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. Well, it's something that, yes, uh, is is definitely up there on my list of things I would I would love to experience. Mm-hmm. However, I am I'm very I'm very willing to go at your pace and I wouldn't dream of trying to enforce it or make you you know, make make you try a single guy with me because I think, you know, putting your fairness piece back into, you know, kind of your court again, I'm not going to kind of ask you to, you know, play your card and say, hey, this is fair. It's only fair I have a single guy and, and you because I know that's that's not the right way to go. Um, it's... If it's something that eventually one day we you feel comfortable enough to try, then great. I think it's one of those things where... As long as the right person, I'm mm-hmm. more open to it now than I ever have been. And I think um, there's been sort of near misses with that. And it, well, to be fair, actually, there has been an occasion where you have played with two guys and me in a yeah. hot tub. So it's not like You're you haven't right. have. not experienced a single And that's probably guy, why I want it? to experience more of it. <laughs> <laughs> Four guys in a hot tub. <laughs> no. And a snorkel. And... Uh, no, I mean, it, uh, I am intrigued. Yeah. It is on my list, but it's it's not a deal breaker and it's not the end of the world if it doesn't happen. Okay. I think for me, it's it's getting to the point where I'm feeling much more comfortable with the concept of it, I think, with the right person. Um, I, I, I'm not utterly convinced on the person off the street, if you know what I mean. No, I agree. But then, to be fair, 
most of our meets just off the street haven't been as amazing as they could be anyway. But, but you know, a lot of single guys, you know, they, they don't make... Um, they don't really give themselves the best rep out there, do they? Because, well, you know, they, they're not welcoming clubs very often because, you know, the persona that they, they kind of... They convey is like a kind of jackal, zombie, wank shuffle mode that we've talked about before. There is that. It's not great. I think it's it's interesting, actually, because most of the single guys that we have met... Have been really nice. You know, the ones that we've actually bothered to take the time to get to know in my lifestyle and gone... Oh, okay, you are hang a guy. On, hang on, yeah. some of the single guys we've met have been nice. Oh yeah, we've met so, one or two. What about the one, right, who was like holding his oh, his bottle, his, his glass of brandy, and and talking about how he'd he'd recently escaped the the uh, difficulties of London. Oh, he was just a twat. Uh, all right, <laughs> and his loafers. These loafers are very expensive. Oh, and he was. So I was just trying to network with a large number of people right here. And and what you can't see, uh, listeners, is that I'm waving my hand around as though I'm splashing <laughs> a large glass of brandy around in my hand and um, pulling a, a particularly offensive face. However, I don't think he did that well that night anyway. I don't know. I think he might have gone home no, with someone. God himself, maybe. Oh, maybe. Anyway, so I think I think this is um, it's an interesting thing because I, I'm getting to the stage where I feel like, okay, I'm more comfortable with the concept mm-hmm. of that in the right circumstance. But at the same point, I don't feel like I want to go out and look, well, not that I would go out and look for single guys, but I don't think I would <laughs> surf the web for that, that type of response because I think that would open us up to the, probably the worst parts oh, of the lifestyle. Oh, God, I agree. So I think it would be a case more of finding the right person. So more of a serendipity thing. So if it, if the right person happened to just fall into us at some point. Fall into us. Somehow. Hang, hang on. He's just going to fall <laughs> into you. No, I'm, I meant if... Are you on... going to slip, trick and land on his dick? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mr. H. I just slipped and landed on his dick and it just went all up in me. Oh, But it's okay because you were there as well. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> as long as you look me in the eye when it happens, it's fine. Um, no, I mean, obviously we have met a couple of nice single guys mm-hmm. on our travels and we've not even spoken to them in the kind of capacity of, oh, you're a single guy and that's something at some point we want to consider. Mm. It's more of a oh, hey, you're a single guy and you're not actually a complete dick. Mm. You know, hey, that's great because it's just, all it's doing is is um, compounding our view that actually they're not all idiots. That's true. Nice. But how many have we met where they've started off being normal and we think, actually, that, that guy's all right. <laughs> and then throughout the course of even an evening mm. turned into a complete mm. fucktard. And it's a shame because we don't want to tar them all with the same brush, obviously. Tar because... them all with the same brush. <laughs> Because I'm sure there's some really awesome ones out there and it's just a shame that we happen to meet a couple who are not so nice. Mm, that's true. And when you go to the clubs, you do obviously happen across some real bellends, so it's a shame. Literally. <laughs> some real bellends. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. But we might meet some nice ones one day. That's true. Okay, so that was the topic. So, yeah, yeah opening up a little bit more. Okay. You seem interested. Yeah, but equally, I'm not going to push that. No, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, yes, I'm, I'm really going to like go on and on about it now. No, just I'll just let you get there in your own time. Yeah, you just mention it every other podcast. And in uh, the year 2031, when that happens, that's fine. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Exactly. Yep. Oh, no. Your creaky granny pants will come off, no problem. Brilliant. <laughs> Hashtag nailed it. So that was that topic for today. Anything else you want to talk about, wife? Or just, do you just want to breathe in deeply for all of our listeners? 
No, it's I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Good. I'm have my usual meltdown about what the hell do I wear? Mm-hmm. Because the dress code is quite specific. I'm quite happy to, you know, disrobe. As we've talked about. Mm-hmm. More than happy with that. But equally I want to kind of turn up looking the part. Okay. You know, so I'm already have my usual what do I wear? And you're right, it has been a very quiet kind of month really mm. in terms of activity and whilst that's not you know you don't have to have that level of activity to you know have a happy life and you know we're super happy on our own anyway mm. you do kind of go um okay it'd be good to have some fun uh, are there no no dinosaurs in this dinosaur, dinosaur ride <laughs> yeah it's funny you kind of go well we're out there and we're looking and there's nothing so then you kind of go Oh, and you're right. pretty hot, so you know I expect people <laughs> to at least pay attention to you. I don't know. It's like going shopping when. <clears throat> what what happened to that I was reverse say, compliment? It's like going shopping when you have no money, and you kind of go, "Oh my god, there's loads of things I want to buy." Still not hearing the compliment about me. And I'm going to wait till payday. What? And then you go out on payday and you think I'm going to treat myself. Still not hearing it. And then there's still nothing. not hearing a compliment about me. I'd forgotten what the compliment's about now. No, you're just talking about some sort of shopping <laughs> trip. All right, you're hot. Yay! Um, Yay, there we go. Evidence. Yes, praise me, everybody. Praise! (laughs) Thus the ego was born Mm -hmm. again. Like your ego needs any massaging. It's not my ego that needs massaging. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. (laughs) Tonight? Well, no, we're talking about, you know, going to the club. I'm talking about my ego getting some massaging. All right, okay, cool. (laughs) Feed the beast. Mm -hmm. Okay, right, anything else to add? No. Okay. Do you want to do the closing thing this time? Oh, because you very rudely stole my thunder last time. <gasps> <laughs> Just because that's the one bit you do. Thanks for my arms. Done. Sorry. Oh, that's you not fair. All right. Okay. Fine, okay. So, thank you for hopping into our beds. <laughs> So tomorrow, we're going to a new club that we've never been to before. Mm. What's your chat up line? <laughs> hey, how's you? Are you an angel? 